Welcome to this mini-sode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. And I need everyone to know that I have that memorized now, and I'm very proud of myself. Yay! Everyone be very proud of Kate. Having something memorized after saying it repeatedly for the last two months. (laughs) (laughs) And just as we expose uh, all of you to the very worst and sometimes best, we also have um, two co-hosts who are sometimes the very worst and the sometimes the very best. Case in point, we were supposed to review The Simple Life, and I forgot. I watched it, too. It's a good episode. Yeah. Well, it's a really good episode, apparently, so be on the watch out for that, because we'll probably review it next time. I just want to talk about it and make you listen to me talk about it. <laughs> I would be fine by that, honestly, if you would be okay with me just going... Wow, that sounds like it was fun to watch. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll wait. It's actually a good episode. Yeah. Well, I'm excited because I know that we left on kind of a, a, I I wouldn't say cliffhanger, but that the preview for the next episode was very enticing. It's it's like um, life. I just kissed my fingers. It's very good. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Okay. Well, for this mini-sode, we're going to kind of go back to our roots in mini-sodes, and we're going to do a little bit of discussion on what was popular around this time in years in the 2000s. And instead of doing 10 years like we usually do, I want to go all the way back to 2000. Now, you were seven in 2000, right? I turned eight, but yes. You turned eight, Yeah. Well, like in October. So for most of the year, you were seven. And I was eight for most of the year. But we're at that age, either way, seven or eight, not much difference. It's not like like 15 versus 16, where one year you can drive and one year you can't. Yeah. Same age. Yeah. Um, Not really a time that you get to participate much in pop culture. So I feel like if if we explore it, there might be some stuff that you and I would both have to learn more about. So... I feel like I know a lot about the year 2000, though. Why? I don't know. I just watched a lot of movies from back then. Like that movie where The Heart Is came out in the 2000s. I know. Yeah, like like exactly 2000. So good. All I remember is that, I guess in 2000, that's when you're eight. That's second, third grade? Somewhere around there? um, I was seven turning eight. I'm pretty, yeah, I was in the second grade. Yeah. So, um... I mean, at that point, my older sister, my oldest sister, Lydia, she graduated in 2003, so she was a teenager around this time. So we just listened to whatever she listened to, because she was the one who would drive us places. And actually, it ended up being a lot of top 40. So some of this I surprisingly recognize, which is kind of cool for once. And of course, one thing that's great is on this list of top 40s from April 2000, we have NSYNC, Bye Bye Bye, so at good. 4. Super good. And I want to know, were you an NSYNC fan or a Backstreet Boys fan? Like, it hurts my heart, but I, like, really liked the Backstreet Boys more because I was in love with Nick Carter, but apparently he's a rapist. So, um, I'm going to go with NSYNC now. It was Isn't like that how it always happens? Hindsight's twenty twenty, so NSYNC, but, like, very, in 1998 to, like, 2001, very firmly Backstreet yeah. Boys fan. Well, by the year 2020, we'll probably be hating everybody we liked in the 2000s. By the year 2020, I'm hoping we'll all be dead. (laughs) And then we don't have to do this anymore. Fingers crossed. (laughs) No more podcasts. No more going to work. No more shaving my legs. Uh, I'll be the life. Well, I don't know. If you watch post-apocalyptic media, women always have time to shave their legs and their armpits. Well, I'm going to be covered in, like, razor 
like scabs because I'm bad at shaving my legs now in like the most ideal of con- like conditions. <laughs> Never mind, like okay. in a Mad Max style wasteland. Tom Hardy's got a weird face mask. He's screaming at me. Charlize Theron's there. She's got one arm and shaved armpits. <laughs> Is she judging you? That's the real question. She's got like a perfectly buzzed head and like some cool eyeshadow, and I'm just like over here in like the year 2018, just living my life poorly. <laughs> oh man, I'm just imagining like holding up in a bathroom while a zombie like pounds on the door, and you're just like, "Hey, wait a minute!" I've I'm got trying to do good. my eyeliner. God, <laughs> I'm already bad at it. Get off my back. It's like one of those stalls where you can see through, like, the edge, and it's just staring at me, and I'm like, I get it. Occupied. <laughs> anyway, Backstreet Boys is also on the top 40. Um, oh, really? Which yeah, one? Yeah, number nine, Show Me the Meaning of Being Lonely. I actually don't know that one. Show me the meaning of being lonely. And that's all I know. That's all I remember. <laughs> um, smooth, smooth, Santana featuring Rob Thomas is number 12. Oh, so Santana's uh, on this list twice because Santana also was got number Maria one and Maria. number twelve. Ah, yeah. oh, I love Santana. I love smooth Santana fe- featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> Do you have to say the whole thing? Yes, it's the song "Smooth" by Santana featuring Rob Thomas of Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> and number two is "Say My Name" by Iconic. Destiny's Child, which yes, like that's super fantastic. and super relevant in today's uh, Coachella ti- uh, timeline. Yes. I, I mean, like, that was fantastic. That was awesome. So She's always good, though. Um, let's oh, see. Oh, Try what Again else. by El- by Aliyah? I don't know that one. If at first you don't succeed, just press yourself up and try oh, again. Oh, yeah. I know one. it mostly because it's in a really good episode of The Mindy Project. I know exactly three. what you mean, because I just started watching that not too long ago, too. Yeah, Danny doing that dance. Yeah. Ooh. Kiss your fingers again. So good. Mark Antony is on here twice. What? Is, everyone's double dipping. God. Yeah. Oh, Christina Aguilera is on here. You know what's always crazy about looking at the 2000s, like all these hits, is there are just so many one hit wonders in the 2000s. Yeah. Ooh, a Smash Mouth song that isn't um, All Star. Which one? Then the Morning Comes. Hmm. A song that, like, I know in my brain, but I can't really vocalize. Oh, Britney Spears yeah. is on here. How Do You Like Me Now by Toby Keith is number 31. <laughs> Two songs by Christina Aguilera in the top 100. Wow. I don't remember Another Dumb Blonde by Hoku. I don't It sounds either. interesting. I know four non-blondes, but... Ooh, Debrat. I think once you get down to, like, the 50s and 60s, you get to the songs that aren't very good. Oh my gosh, Kate. I'm looking at the music video for Hoku's Another Dumb Dumb Blonde, and it has a very, very, like, amazing opening, because the guy's on an AOL knockoff that's got a pyramid with a big eye on it, like Illuminati style, and he's on one of those old, like, Macs that are the colorful ones. Oh, Jesus You know? Yeah, I know exactly. It's so good. It's very 2000s. Ooh, Blue, Daba D is number 76. Okay, can you do... Did you ever used to try and do the chorus for Blue? I'm blue, abadi abadai, abadi abadai, Can you do the whole thing without taking a breath? How long is it? No, no, I mean like the chorus part, like the blue part. Yeah, but how long is it? Like, when do I get to take a breath? Um, by the end of the last abadi abadai, that part. No, I don't know how long it goes on, so I can't say yes. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's one of those things you'd have to like sing along with. But that used to be my shining glory as a kid was listening to that song and nailing it with like just the right amount of breath because like you're about to die by the end of it. I'm I... proud of you. Oh shit, ninety four <laughs> is a song that was on the um the Pokemon soundtrack that I still have stuck in my head to this day. It's called Mirror Mirror by M2M, and I think I'm the only person who actually listened to it, except for I guess I'm wrong because it was on the Hot 100. I don't remember that one. I do remember Brother My Brother from the Pokemon movie. It was like, mirror, mirror, hanging on the wall. You don't have to tell me who's the biggest fool of all. I listened to it the other day, and it does not hold up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do they ever, though? (laughs) Oh, Graduation by Vitamin C. Yeah. That was number 81 on the chart, and... Everybody from the 2000s knows that Graduation came up, at least in like one of those uh, list of songs that everybody wanted to play in their final day, because, you know, that's how it goes. Why not? Yeah. Makes sense. As a song called I Need a Hot Girl by a band called Hot Boys. Hot Boys. Hot Boys. 79. Hot Boys. Let's just, uh, let's just move on. Yeah. This is all bad. The 2000s just, oh, but Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. That's... I like that you can um put like on like on this website you can put like your mouse over the song and it tells you the peak position and how long it was on the chart. Hmm. Any surprises? Mirror Mirror peak position eighty seven. It was on the charts for three weeks, which is wow. kind of surprising. You know, speaking of music from the two thousands, because I'm looking at um Savage Garden is on the list, and um I was thinking of just random music, and I remember. Uh, did you ever used to play with Windows Music Player Music Visualizer? Holy shit. Smooth was on the charts for 38 weeks. <laughs> 38 weeks? <laughs> and it was... And, you and it made it to me? number one. Wow. I'm sorry. I just... What were you talking about? <laughs> um, Smooth. <laughs> hey, that's worth it. Um, oh, the Music Visualizer thing? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Actually, I'm thinking the one I'm thinking of is Real Player. Do you remember Real Player? I don't remember the names. Well, R- Real Player is the it was a uh, music player. It was just called Real Player. It had a blue logo and I don't really know why you'd want to use it over Windows or whatever. I'm sure there was a reason back then. It probably played MP3s or something. Yeah. They had a visualizer that was just a uh, sheep that would dance up and down. That's horrific. I love it. And I freaking loved that sheep. I thought it was the best thing ever. So um, now I'm going to be spending the rest of this night watching visualizer videos on youtube because that's where we go when we want to die anyway um april to june movies uh from the 2000s okay let's just get to the the best movie that came out in april of 2000 the flintstones and viva rafikas yes yes man that was i need to watch that movie we need to watch the movie. It, I like the movie because it's a prequel to the first Flintstones, and they recast it. They recast everyone, and um, everyone is like such a. It's like a such a different like level of attractiveness from like the previous movie. Like um, we now get to know that Jane Krakowski Betty turns into uh, Rosie O'Donnell Betty, <laughs> and that's a bummer. That's almost as much of a bummer as um. Christina Ricci in Now and Then turning into Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> How many disappointing Rosie O'Donnell transformations are there? At least two. I just came out with two <laughs> off the top of my head. Like, watching that movie, it's like Christina Ricci, and like she grows up to be Rosie O'Donnell, and I'm like, mm, that's not it. That's not right. <laughs> and like nothing against Rosie O'Donnell, but like Christina Ricci is, is just so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. 
I see also that um, American Psycho came out on April 14th. A movie I do like. Yeah, that was a really good movie. It's I love that movie a lot. It's it's one of those surprising movies. Like, you think you remember how good it was, then you watch it again, you're like, Feed Damn. me a cat. I just think about that ATM all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Feed Let's me see a what cat. Else. Um, Dinosaur by uh, the Walt Disney movie, which I think that was like a big CGI movie. Yeah, it was a CGI movie in 2000. Love and Basketball, which had S- Sana Lathan, who is the woman who bit Beyonce on the face. We thought to talk about her last time, too. I know. We're going to talk about her in every... I, what's the crime we're going to... We just What's the crime we should tell people to do uh, this time? Just bite Beyonce? Well, we don't normally... We don't normally do crimes in many shows, but for this, we should make an exception. And I think we should let everybody know that they need to bite, bite Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> Titan AE came out. Do you remember do you remember the movie Titan AE? I do remember that. Wasn't that like a No, I was thinking I was like wasn't that like a like a Treasure Island? And then I realized no that was Treasure Planet yeah. in space. Treasure Titan Planet AE. had kind of some similar aesthetics as Titan AE. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Cuz they were both space movies, but this one was actually a um Oh, Dinosaur came out in May. Oh, well, whatever. We're it's all around the same area. April to June. We're kind of floating around that area. One of my favorite movies of all time came out in May of 2000. And that's The Virgin Suicide. I've never seen a real that one. Real bummer of a movie. Real bummer. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I know that the movie. I've read I've read a lot about it, but it's a movie I never watched. Maybe we'll have to check it out. Kirsten Dunst, super good. Um bunch of nerds. 70s aesthetic. You know what else Kiss came out? Uh, Fantasia 2000. <laughs> Did you watch Fantasia 2000? Oh. I'm sure I did. I just remember being very disappointed in it because the original Fantasia was so much better. Ooh, you know what movie I did love that came out in 2000? Hmm. Chicken Run. Chicken Run. I saw that. I was looking at that. I was like, we got to talk about Chicken Such Run. Such a good movie. It's like, it's a I think. good movie. I saw it pretty recently, actually. Um, really? I went over to my brother's house just to like hang out with him. And he was like, turn on a movie. And I put on Netflix and it was like, do you want to watch Chicken Run? And I was like, I do. I turned it on. My brother was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I was like you told me to pick. And I did. God. Wait, did it hold up? Yes. It's still pretty good. You know what's really sad about um, Chicken Run is the people who animated it, Ardman Studios, mm-hmm. in 2005, uh, a really serious fire broke out of their storage facility and destroyed over 30 years of props, models, and scenery built by the Bristol-based Cod Stakes. No. Yeah, it was really sad. That's why a lot of it, uh, it had like a big gap between that and like other movies. But um, it was it was really sad that happened. But they bounced back because they've they've made some movies recently too. I think they made like those flushed yeah. away movies. Those yeah, those were good, funny. Actually. Like for a movie about a rat being flushed down a toilet, pretty good. <laughs> we need to talk about flushed away in one episode because I actually had. Do you remember like the weird? I think they were leeches in flushed away i really don't remember a lot about flushed away i just remember thinking it was better than it had any right to be yeah it was really good but okay so there were like worms or something in in flushed away like some you know like how now we have minions Uh um and it was kind of like the the cute things in the movie they had a companion dvd oh they were it was slugs that's what they were Slugs. Yeah, okay, I do remember they that. They had now. a companion DVD that was all just the slugs singing, and I have that. Ooh. So we need to see if we can watch it, because that would be very, very great. Also, The Patriot came out, and so did The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Did you watch the live-action one? Once version? again, I'm sure I did, but that doesn't, you know, actually... 
in the Wikipedia casting crew section, it says um, a bunch of like actual actors, and then it says Rocky the Flying Squirrel, Bullwinkle, Bullwinkle Jane Moose. <laughs> That's perfect. One of the main things in the movie, like the it it hinges on Bullwinkle being scanned into the White House's computer and being emailed to a television headquarters to interrupt a broadcast and save Rocky's life. That is one hundred percent real science. It's real science, y'all. That's how emails work. Ooh, the first Final Destination movie came out in 2000. Ooh, nice. I do love those movies. And of course, Pokemon 2000 came out, but that was later in the year. There's actually a lot of really interesting movies that came out in 2000, which is surprising. Oh, do you remember that terrifying, horrifying, the worst movie ever, My Dog Skip? No. What is that? It's that Frankie Muniz movie about him getting the dog, and it's a little like Jack Russell, and... It, like, changes his life, and at one point he yells at it, and I cried. <laughs> I have never seen it. Is it good movie or bad movie? I saw it when I when it came out, and it scarred me, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because I just remember him, he, like, gets mad at the dog at one point, and it's, like, I'm sure it's one of those scenes where it's, like, if you love something, let it go, and he, like, yells at it, and he goes, go away, skip! He, like, throws a rock at it, and the dog runs away into, like, a thunderstorm, and I just sobbed. No. Oh, my god! I just, like... Literally seven. We saw it in a theater. It traumatized me. <laughs> Snow Day came out um, in 2000 as well. Snow and Day or Snow Dogs? Snow Day. Snow Dogs was... I don't. I remember kind of enjoying that film, but Snow Day... Five Now Dog Five. Five Now Dog Five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a 30 Rock reference no one's going to remember. That's so good of me. <laughs> Snow Day had its own dedicated soundtrack, which I enjoyed. Yeah, there's just a lot of movies. High Fidelity. Did you ever watch High Fidelity? I actually remember I thought it was like, I don't remember how old I was, probably like 14 or 15 when I finally watched it. <laughs> and I was so enamored with his like uh, philosophy when he goes, when there's this line, he goes, uh, someone's admiring his collection and goes, so how are these organized? Alphabetically? Chronologically? And he goes, autobiographically. And the guy goes, no fucking way. I thought that was the coolest shit ever when I first watched that. And now you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, that guy was a like self-absorbed asshole. Ooh, Unbreakable by um, M. Night Shyamalan came out in late 2000. Never saw that one. Ooh, it's really good. Did you see Split? Split. It just came out? Mm-mm, like no, last year? No, just came out? No. It's uh, James McAvoy. It's about... Um, I love James McAvoy. It's about him. He's like a, a guy with like multiple personality disorder and he kidnaps a bunch oh, of girls. I heard about it, but I didn't it's watch super it. duper good. Um, you've never seen Unbreakable, so I'm just going to spoil it for you. At the very last scene, you find out it's a sequel to Unbreakable. Oh, that's interesting. But it's a standalone sequel, so if you've never seen Unbreakable, the only thing you don't understand is like Bruce Willis is there at the end and you're like, who's he supposed to be? That's literally <laughs> it. Huh, that's cool. But I saw Unbreakable before I saw that movie, and then I went and saw that movie. I turned to my friend and went, oh my god, it's the guy from Unbreakable! And she went, who? And I went, go fuck yourself, Trisha. Hey, Sorry, uh, you Trisha. know what else came out in 2000 is uh, Road to El Dorado, which is one of the best animated films ever. I love also, the other best animated film ever, The Emperor's New Groove. Really? That came out that same year? Yeah. Wow, that's a good movie. December. Also, X-Men, the original X-Men film came out. Ooh, the movie Chocolat, which with uh, Juliette Pinoche, a movie that I liked way too much for like someone that age. 
my sisters, um, they were obsessed with Johnny Depp at one point post Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they saw Pirates of the Caribbean like 10 times in theaters. Oh, yuck. And after that, because that kind of like um, set off the obsession with Johnny Depp with like girls around that age. Yeah. They went and bought like every movie he'd been in. And one of them was Chocolat. Which I think might have been the reason why I watched it. But he's yeah. barely in it. And um, yeah. it's still a good movie, though. I actually, I was actually thinking about it the other day. Um, oh, Brother, Where Out Thou? Oh, I just watched that recently. It was really good. It's a good movie. It holds up. Coyote Ugly. Did you see that? Terrible movie. Love it. Yes. Another terrible movie, What Women Want. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember that movie. A movie starring Mel Gibson. Ugh. Dude, Where's My Car? Remember the Titans. I really want to watch Dude, Where's My Car on this podcast because... I know, I don't really, I mean, obviously, you can kind of tell what goes on by the title of the movie, which is great. Actually, you can't. It gets weird. Really? Okay. Yeah. I really want to watch it because I think it's, that would be really good. And the most important, I'm, I'm calling it, okay, the most important movie that came out in 2000. Get ready, drum roll. Uh-huh. Charlie's Angels. I was just about to say that. Charlie's Angels. Yes. Man. And I- the sequel, and the sequel to Blair Witch. A truly terrible movie. I remember, like, I watched Charlie's Angels several times because I just thought it was such a great movie. And honestly, it's one of those movies I'd be hesitant to watch in this thing because I really would not want to remember it as a bad movie. I kind of enjoy remembering it as a fun movie. I've seen it pretty recently and it kind of does not hold up, but it's okay. I just remember their um, introductions in the beginning of, like, how they showed each character in their natural element. And I loved it because, like, uh, Cameron Diaz. It's like dancing around in her underwear. Dancing around in her underwear and, like, gets the package from the mailman. It was so great. Yeah, that's one of the parts of the movie that just feels very gratuitous when you watch it as an adult. Yeah, I'm sure. We're just going to call 2000 a success. Um, Charlie's Angels came out. The most expensive movie of the year apparently was Dinosaur. And the song Smooth by Santana was on the charts. So, boom. Super good. 2000, we have a, we owe you a lot. And <laughs> we couldn't have this podcast without you. I, yeah, you started it all. And you're terrible, terrible media. Play us out, Santana, and then just like play 20 seconds of Smooth by Santana. No, I'll play 20 seconds of you m- rendering Smooth okay, by Santana. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's how that goes. <laughs> Just like the ocean. Avoiding copyright issues. We've got the something, something that looks so cool and give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. And then don't sue me about it. And then you fade out. okay well as always we are guess what you're gonna hate you can find us on facebook at guess what you're gonna hate on twitter at hate podcast we have a website it's hatepodcast.com yes and if you haven't seen it yet please check out the 33 percent pulp episode i guessed it on it's the companion episode to conjure wife it is about the 1944 movie weird woman and if you are listening to this because you first heard me on 33 percent pulp welcome welcome enjoy your stay i'm sorry <laughs> please forgive us for our trash content actually don't because if you're still listening that's on you yeah if you're in you're 20 minutes deep into this podcast minisode and you're thinking whoa what did i do the answer is you listen to it yourself bucko you you have to face that what you've done and just embrace it embrace your love of trash what did you do you've made worse decisions it's fine at least a podcast can't uh you know tank your credit score as far as we know as far as we know
All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Don't bite Beyonce. <laughs> or maybe do. Who knows? Take, take life by the horns. Honestly, if you do, let us know. Let us know. Bye. See ya.